Hi, this is Benita Hawkins-Bird, and I want to welcome you to Adventures Inside and Out. Today, we're going to talk about setting and resetting goals. As you guys know, we all came into this year having big ideas, big dreams, big goals that we wanted to accomplish this year. It could be everything from changing jobs to running in 10 of a particular race, or it could have been going on your first European trip. But you and I all had goals. And then an incredible thing happened this year that gave all of us pause and really stopped us and forced us to reassess what our goals are. And so with that, we wanted to bring in somebody to talk about how to set and reset your goals. And the wonderful Becca Bloomberg um, offered to come in and talk about the different types of goals there are and how to set them. And so we want to welcome her here this afternoon to talk about setting and resetting goals. And when she finishes, what's going to happen is you're going to also get a chance to listen to a practical application of setting up your goals using just some basic three three by five cards. So with that, I want to welcome Becca Bloomberg to our first big broadcast from Adventures Inside and Out, Setting and Resetting Goals. Thank you. Thanks, Vanita. All right, guys. So just a little bit of a background about me. I have my master's degree in human nutrition. I'm from CSU, go Rammies. And I am an ACE certified personal trainer and I've been a wellness coach at Weight Watchers for eight years. Um, personally, just like everyone who works for Weight Watchers, I'm a lifetime member of the company. Um, so I've been through that journey myself. In my spare time, I enjoy triathlon, yoga, horseback riding, being a dirtbag mountain girl, just getting out there on the trails and playing. I consider myself a goal digger. I love setting new goals and chasing them and just pushing my limits, seeing how far I can go. So I want to talk with you a little bit today about types of goals, um, how to set a meaningful goal, how you set that big, high, hairy, scary goal, and then how to handle the bumps in the road that come up. Um, so first thing I wanted to mention is there are two types of goals that we talk about um, in the wellness world. The first is outcome goals. That's the kind of thing that we typically think of as a goal. Um, so it's focused on the endpoint and those results. Um, so this would be something like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to get an A on my exam. I want to run, um, come in first in my age group in a race. These goals tend to be very black and white. Either you hit them or you didn't. Um, and we have, to be quite honest, variable amounts of control over them. We are certainly not totally in charge of whether we hit these goals or not. There's a lot of things that can happen um, along the way that may or may not influence us. So the other type of goal, which is the goal that I always recommend people focus on, is the process goal. These are the things that you hope will get you to the outcomes. They're focused on the process of getting there. Um, so this would be, I'm going to spend, rather than cram for that exam, I'm going to spend 20 minutes each evening in the two weeks leading up to it reviewing material. I'm going to make sure to schedule my training runs on my calendar so that I get those miles in that I need um, to perform on race day. Um, that's, I'm going to track my food every day. Um, that sort of thing that will get you there. We, the important part about these goals, we are 100% in charge of whether we hit them or not. Um, 
You know, yeah, there's still things, life happens, but for the most part, right, we can figure out, we can troubleshoot, we can make it happen. These goals also tend to be a little bit shades, a little bit more shades of gray, right? Maybe you miss a training run because you were sick. Did you still hit that goal of training consistently? Probably, yeah. You can be happy with that come race day that you went in with solid training, for example. Um, as you're thinking about how to formulate your goals, I like to think about the acronym STARS. So that would be specific. So for example, rather than saying, I want to eat healthier, you're going to say, I'm going to pack a salad for chicken with, with chicken for lunch on Monday and Wednesday. These need to be truly doable. Um, so if you haven't even walked in 10 years saying, I'm going to start by running um, five miles each morning, you might say, I'm going to start just by walking a mile every morning, you know, and then down the road, you can build up active. So it should be something you're going to do rather than something you're not going to do. So the example, I want to stop eating sweets after dinner. You would reformulate formulate that to something like, I'll start have a fruit, piece of fruit after dinner if I feel like I want something sweet. Um, relevant. So rather than I want to fit into my jeans from high school, that was high school. That's not relevant to your life now. I want to feel great in my bathing suit in the upcoming vacation. That's something that's happening right now. And then S is for support. None of us are an island. None of us hit a goal alone. Um, so we need to think about who, who um, is, are going to be our supporters along the way and whose support do we need in order to be successful who maybe we need to have a conversation with. Okay. So now you're starting to think about those goals and you're thinking about that big goal, you know, that whole number of weight loss you want to do. You're thinking, I want to run a marathon, whatever it is. And it seems so far away. So how do you get started? You break that dr big dream down into steps. You know, so start to think if it's a multi-year goal, what do I need to do this year? Okay, what do I need to do this month? What needs to happen this week in order to move me forward? And then what's one step I can take today to get me closer? Set yourself some milestones along the way. If you haven't ever run and your goal is to run a marathon, that first, yeah, that's absolutely doable, um, but it's gonna take a while. So maybe that first 5K is your first milestone. And you kind of set that as your intermediate goal and you get excited about that. Maybe it's the first five pounds of its weight loss, whatever it is. And then finally, enjoy the process. You know, being a beginner, learning, that should be something that's fun. This should be something you're excited and passionate about. So take the time and savor all these firsts, all these milestones along the way. Because um, it's a lot of fun and those are important too. And that's even more importantly, that's what's going to keep you motivated um, for the long haul. So the dreaded setback, this happens to all of us. You set that big goal and injury happens. You get sick. Something happens in your family that are at work that calls your attention away. A global pandemic has us all locked inside, <laughs> whatever it might be. You know, maybe it's the day of and things aren't going the way that you had imagined. And now you're starting to get mentally down on yourself. What do you do? How do you handle that? Um, I, there's people who say don't give your pain a voice, who say that you should ignore those feelings um, and sort of lock them away because you're giving them too much strength by acknowledging them. I am not in that camp. I'm a big proponent of name it to paint it. 
And I'll tell you, this recent pandemic has sort of pushed me in this direction because myself and the clients who I've worked with um, who have been the ones who were right up front, like, this sucks, you know? We miss our communities, we miss our gyms, we miss our friends, right? We had big goals for this year and we were on some, you know, had some great momentum going and now through no fault of our own, it's stopped. We're the ones who've now come out you know, we're like, we're okay. You know, we made it through. We're, we're either holding steady or we've managed to make some progress. The ones who at the beginning were like, you know, this is fine. I get more time with my family. I'm safe at home and I'm so grateful for that. You know, those are the ones who are kind of now like, this is old. I'm over it. You know, I'm really struggling. I'm having a hard time staying consistent. So there's a lot to this. So how do you, what do you do with that, uh, with that name entertainment? First, once you've put a name to that feeling, taken away that power of the unknown and put it in its proper box, allow yourself to feel that. Your feelings are valid and they're real and they don't be, deserve to be compared to anyone else's situation either. So let yourself um, go through that process. Once you're sort of through that, take stock of reality. Chances are it's not as bad as you initially thought. Um, when that setback sort of hit, um, you know, so um, think about, okay, what's actually going on here, right? What is the situation? And then as you assess the situation, do what you can. Look at what you can do to improve it, because um, usually there's something that you can do that's going to be helpful, okay? Now, once you've identified those actions that you need to take to help you move forward, now is the time when you start to separate from those feelings um, and say, okay, I felt you, you're in your box, I'm putting you down, and I'm focused on my way forward from here. Um, so I'm going to give you an example right now from my life. A few years ago, I was training for an Ironman race, and I was hit by a car on my bike. This was about... God, I think it was four weeks, maybe six weeks out from race day. And there I was laying in the ER um, on a backboard. I'm supposed to be running a local half marathon that weekend. I'm feeling strong, you know, I've been feeling strong. And all of a sudden that was all gone, you know. And I'm also a little bit terrified, right? I don't know how badly injured I am at this point. You know, I don't know what the future is going to hold. Um, so allowing yourself to sort of acknowledge that, right, and just be terrified in that moment is, I think, really important. So put a name to that fear. Um, and I did that. And then I assessed my situation, like, okay, race is out, goal race is out. I'm not going to be doing an Ironman in a month from now. <laughs> That's for darn sure. Um, half marathon Sunday is probably... I don't know, half marathon this weekend is probably out. Um, don't think I'm gonna be getting up and running right now. Um, right, so what can, you know, what can I do right now? And I knew through past injury experience, okay, I'm gonna need to focus on now shifting my goals to my physical therapy. The next few weeks and months are going to have to be about rebuilding strength. Um, I also reset some race goals, like, okay, so I knew that there's a race series um, put on locally. And if you do, it's half marathons. If you do all three, you get entered into the 13ers club and you get some extra swag. I'm like, I hadn't been planning on doing that, but I'm like, okay, well, the next one is still a few months away. That's realistic. 
Um, so I really started, you know, even laying in that ER, I was starting to think about that and focus on that as another goal to give me just something to have that hope. Um, and then from there, threw myself into it. I was, no, I wasn't out doing 100 mile bike rides anymore like I had been the week before. I wasn't running 20 mile training runs like the week before. But you better bet I was hitting my therapy sessions. You better bet I got back to the gym and did some modified workouts just as soon as I could because that's what was going to get me to the new goals I'd set. That's what was going to get me back along the path um, to where I had been. So um, that's that. And the next piece that I wanted to talk about with setting goals is motivation versus discipline. Um, so many times I hear from clients, well, I just lack motivation. Um, I just need to get motivated. That's it. Um, that's really not the case. Motivation is a myth, in my opinion. It's a temporary feeling. It can come and it can go in waves. And because of that, it means it's a limited resource. You're not always going to have it. Um, I think motivation may be necessary to start and set that big goal, but it's not necessary to be motivated every minute for success. What is necessary is that discipline, um, building those long-term habits where it's not even a question, um, right? This is just what you do. You get up and you train, you get up and you prep healthy meals, whatever it is. You come home from school and you study if it's an academic goal, right? You come home from work and you put some time into networking and building your career, whatever that is. And this is built up over time. And because you spend that time building it becomes an unlimited resource, something that's always going to be there for you. Now, discipline isn't necessarily there, isn't necessary to start, right? You probably don't have those habits in place when you're getting going on a goal. If you did, you'd already be there. Um, but I think it's required over the long term to succeed, to, be, to build this. Um, and then the last thing that make, takes that bridge from makes that bridge from motivation to discipline is your commitment. Your goal is a promise that you make to yourself. Um, commitment, what commitment means is the decision to act with consistency. At the moment of commitment, the entire universe conspires to assist you. And I really believe that because it is you putting yourself into a frame of mind where nothing's going to get in your way and you're putting that energy into the universe and good things will happen when you commit. And this is absolutely necessary to hit any goal that you might set. Um, this is just a little quote that I really like. Um, reminds us to enjoy this journey along the way, like I said before. It is a special process, something that you don't get to do twice. So savor it. All right, if you want to contact me, here's my contact information. I am just starting up a wellness coaching business, um, focusing mostly on nutrition, um, but also fitness as well. So you can contact me through email, phone, or text. Um, check out my Facebook or my website, which are warning you just getting built, um, but you can certainly go there. And uh, I, work, I will be, work one on one with clients to help you um, along your wellness goals. And over the summer, I'm gonna be starting up some intuitive eating workshops as well. Um, so if you have a goal in the realm of sort of healing your relationship with your body and with your food, definitely check that out. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And with that, I'm gonna hand it back over to Vanita. Thank you, Becca. I super appreciate your um, comments there. And I really, I picked up on some really cool things about the really looking at process goals versus those fixed goals. 
And I wanted to just put it out there and see if there were some specific questions that may have come up as you're listening to this content, um, particularly around um, when you had that, when you were hit by a car, which just shocks me to no end, were you thinking about all of that processing while you were laying there in the hospital? Was it something that you thought about right afterwards? I mean, that is a classic example of something unexpected interrupting where you think you're going this, this month, this year, this goal. I'll be honest, I had a lot of time laying there quietly as they were working on me. And I mean, thank God, right? Like I was conscious. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. No head injury. So I'm just laying there, kind of, I can't really move or do anything, but my brain is, my mind is just totally fine. Um, so I did have several hours of quiet and then, to think about that. So I was thinking of, thinking about a lot of it. And then when you went and decided that, um, you thought of that, that series of races that they have here locally, that do three, I think you said three half marathons. Yep. When did you start to prepare yourself to shift mentally to focusing on that? And how fast after your, your start of recovery did you start to go that direction? Um, so I will say this was not my, I mean, this was my most dramatic injury for sure, but it was not my first injury. Um, so I sort of knew I had the advantage of, as I was laying in that, in the ER, I sort of, I knew where I was, right? And so I knew that I had the directions to get to where I wanted to be. So I already knew the path I had to take. Um, so I would say, as far as mentally shifting, it was right there, you know, as soon within that, as soon as it became obvious to me that I wasn't going to get up and go home <laughs> that day and sort of dust myself off, right? That's true. That this was, that this was serious. Um, physically, I was back in the gym the next week. There's a few things I may have done a little bit differently with that. Um, and back to running a month later. About a month later. But you, and did but you, that's very, I mean, that wasn't me. That's my body and, you know, what, the, medically, kind of, that's the process that I oh, took. Right? That's going to vary based on what's going on in that case. Okay. And... Keeping that in mind and knowing that we are in the midst of a pandemic that has set all of us back from what our goals were, um, what are probably the three things that you would recap and say are critical for somebody to just get a restart, start fresh, and start moving? That is a great question. Are you asking, so how do you know when it's time? To do that or once you identified that it's time? I think it's really once you've identified what would be the three steps that you'd come to grips with and move forward with? Yeah so I'd say those four steps right first you got you know allow yourself to feel that disappointment yes and feel those feelings um name them that was a big thing with the pandemic for me I was listening to a podcast and um the the guest who was being interviewed said you know and this was, it was a triathlon related podcast. He said, finish lines represent hope. And we don't know when the next one is coming. And so what we're all feeling right now is hopelessness. And to hear that named, 
That's was huge in moving forward. So really, you know, especially if you're not quite sure what you're feeling, take that time. Do take that time. And then um, right from there, assess the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, take stock. You know, what maybe in this case, right, racing is canceled, but running isn't. Yes. Right? What's the reality? I can't, you know. Um, and then identify the things that you can do to make the situation better, right? So if it's an injury, it's focusing on your physical therapy as your new goals, you know? If it's something that's happening during the race, it's keeping yourself mentally strong and positive to move forward, right? If it's a weight loss journey and you've kind of veered off the path a little bit, right? It's assessing that and learning your lessons from it so that you can take that wisdom with you. Um, and then from there, separate yourself from that, right? So I'm feeling hopeless because there's no finish lines in sight. I can't change what's going on in the world, you know? No. But I can start to set some new goals for myself. Um, you can change how you think about it. Yeah, I can shift my point of view. I can focus on other areas of my life or I can set some new goals within fitness, awesome. whatever it is. Cool. I want to thank you um, for that. Um, I think we've got maybe one more question. Um, Brenda, did you want to go on and share? Come off mute. I do have a question for you. What is intuitive eating and how would I know if it was relevant for me? <laughs> Great question. We're going to be talking a little bit about this tomorrow. Um, so a little shameless plug to tune in if you do get to watch this. Um, intuitive eating is learning to listen to and trust your body's hunger and fullness signals to guide you as far as when and how much to eat. And do you use that as part of, let's say my goal is to lose weight, which for me, that is one of my goals. And so you see that as a valuable skill um, to help in your journey for hitting that goal, that bigger goal? So true intuitive eating doesn't start with weight loss as a sole intent, although it can be a side effect. And I would say learning intuitive eating is a critical tool, um, especially as you get down the road in weight loss and being able to really successfully keep it off long-term, it's a critical tool to learn and to practice. So with that said, I guess people should tune in for tomorrow's event, which will be healthy um, diets and intuitive eating. All right, cool. Well, I wanna thank you so much for participating today. It was honestly a terrific presentation. I really appreciate that effort. All right, and um, Thank you, and I'm going to stop recording at this point. Hi, this is Benita Hawkins-Bird, and welcome to another session um, with us talking about adventures inside and out. So hopefully you guys got a chance to hear Becca Bloomberg's great presentation on setting and resetting goals. If you didn't, please tune into that, and that'll give you more context about what I'm going to talk about right now. So let's just talk about this year. Um, I started this year out for the first time with plans. I mean, I worked out what I wanted to focus on in the year, how I was going to get there, and what was I going to accomplish for the year. And one of the things now listening to Becca's presentation is I had a lot of black and white goals. Um, 
But under all of that, I had process goals as well. And so my big accomplishment this year was going to be running 10 half marathons. I thought, this is the year. This is when I'm going to get it done. And I sat down, planned it out, worked it all out, even booked all my races, um, started booking hotels. And then, and then there was a pandemic. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everything changed. It would take me a few minutes. No, it would take me uh, several weeks to really come to grips with the implication and the impact of the pandemic. And for a while, I all I could do was wait and see what races are canceled, which ones are going to happen, on and on, until one day when my fifth race got postponed, um, I was really devastated. I've got to be honest, I was devastated because that meant there was no way of accomplishing this goal that I had set down at the beginning of the year. So I went out for a run. And as I was running for a little while, I just mulled over the loss, the loss of all these races. And more importantly, the fact that I wasn't going places. And what was important about these places was that I was going to see my friends at those locations, in those cities. And so I was just psyched about getting a chance to visit. Well, as I kept running, I realized one core thing my running wasn't canceled. They couldn't stop me from going outside for that little span of time and running. And I thought, okay, I need to step back, look at my goals and figure out how am I going to reinvent what I had intended for this year. And so setting and resetting goals became really a powerful focus for me. And so what I did was this, I went back, I pulled out all my goals for the year. I went goal by goal, trying to figure out which ones I could um, save and which ones we're going to have to wait until the next year. And then what I did is I decided on some new goals that I knew I could accomplish this year. And so I want to share with you what simple task I did to start documenting and prepping for those goals. And so I'll, I'll pick one of those goals um, running as I had shared with you. Well, my big goal this year now is to run a thousand miles. And so what I've been doing is each month I know what it takes to get to a thousand miles. So. If I'm only gonna run one month's worth of mileage, I worked out it's 83.3 miles. And so what I started to do is plan how many miles did I need to go each week? Once I got to that, when was I going to need to take rest days so that I could stay fed? Then what other tasks or activities did I need to do so that I could stay fit for the goal? And so what I have done is I've now set up and I started weightlifting again. I now do deep stretching twice a week each week so that I can stay fit enough, healthy enough so that I can hit that goal. So you're probably thinking, okay, great. She just clicked those out. How did I get to that point? And where am I in that goal right now? So how did I get to that point? What I did is I took some three by five cards, um, little cards to that I could carry around with me. 
And I put my goal right at the top. And then what I did is I worked at each step necessary to help me hit that goal. So I created a process. Um, I defocused on, I had to do a thousand miles by December 31st and really focused on what is it that I need to do each week to get to my goal of a thousand miles. And so once I got to that point, then I started to realize I could do more than 83 miles a, a month. And so now I have worked myself up to doing about 175 miles a month. And what that does is it helps me reach closer and closer to that goal. And you're probably figuring 175 miles a month, that is probably to some people not fast, to some people really fast. For me, that's what my body is capable of doing when I am consistent. And so with that, I have now started to take each of those activities that I mentioned to you, and I just go through each week, make sure I get my training in, my weightlifting in. I always run early in the morning. Nothing gets scheduled over that early morning run. And then when I need to take my rest days, I take them. And so what does that mean to you? What I hope you get from this is that you can replan out what you want to do for this year. As Becca said, think of process goals. Think of what you want to accomplish and then get that little three by five card, write your little goal at the top, and then think of each step you need to help reach that goal. And then start working through those steps each week. And before you know it, you'll be done. I hope this is helpful. I hope it gives you a practical application. Um, if you have questions, feel free to leave me a post um, on my website or reach out to me through the blog. Have a great day. Bye-bye.